Hi, I'm Marilyn and welcome to my Lead Your Day show. Casual chats, interviews with inspiring people and lots of teaching with an inside out approach to not just building your own business, but being the leader your world is absolutely a craving to follow. In a nutshell, I teach entrepreneurs to lead and that starts with leading your day. Before we dive into the show today, I want to tell you about something that is coming up very soon. Now, 2020 is being called the Great Reset. And whilst economists use this term in one way, I believe most of us want to reset, well, how we live and especially how we work and run our businesses. We don't want to operate like we used to. We're tired of overworking. We're tired of overwhelm and burnout. And we're tired of imposter syndrome and comparisonitis. It's time for a personal and collective reset, agree? Now, believe me, this is not going to tell you to work harder or be productive in any of the ways we think when we hear that word productivity. It's called the productivity cure for a reason. To reset and heal our approach to getting things done in not only our businesses, but all of our lives. And to reset and heal the disconnect from the rhythms of nature and our bodies, especially as women. And to reset and heal our false beliefs about time that leave us feeling guilty and time poor. To reset and heal the effects on our nervous system from living in a stressed state. And to reset the effects of the corporate industrialized patriarchal systems that have shaped practically 100% of the time management and productivity teaching over the last 100 years. Oh, believe me, we will get things done, but in a different way. Ultimately, this version of the productivity cure is slightly different to what you may have experienced before, but it's to help us reset and heal the way we lead our time. So get your diaries out and reserve the weekend of the 14th to the 16th of August. We'll be running it in two time zones. So get out your diaries and reserve the weekend of the 14th to the 16th of August for the Productivity Cure Virtual Retreat. We'll be running it in two time zones. So that covers probably almost everyone on the planet. So if you go to the show notes on my website, you can find all the details and get on the wait list. I have to admit, I've been pretty chilled the last couple of months and in a little bit of resistance to that chill as well. My body is just refusing to work the way I've done for years and it's having a bit of an argument with my head. I must say, this great reset of 2020 is becoming a very personal reset. Now, my natural personality (laughs) is very driven. I am, or I should say now, I was very driven. And even back in January of this year, I set that ambitious task of doing a daily podcast. But as you've probably noticed, I've slowed down. And it's not because I'm being slack or I've lost interest. In fact, I'm even more interested, but I've slowed down and it feels really, really good. But it didn't initially. It took ages to process. 
my body just refused. It would feel immense resistance, immense tiredness. And it wasn't freeze. It was as if my body was bringing to life my goals of working a different way. And it took weeks to process guilt and self-judgment. And the resetting process wasn't always pretty because we're used to striving, we're used to pushing, we're used to working over capacity. Now, don't get me wrong, my core personality is still there. My core driver is still vision because I'm a vision maker, wow, archetype. But this reset is sharpening that vision. And the method to that vision isn't hijacking my nervous system anymore, which, by the way, goes to prove even more that your wow archetype can evolve. But that's a discussion for, well, another time or another episode. Now, all week this week, I'm sharing on the podcast what makes me tick. And one of the things that is sharpening is about what really matters to me. What do I believe in now? What do I value? And I know I don't value a striving, overworking, pushing past my capacity way of working anymore. So here goes. I've brainstormed some of the things that that I value right now that or, or that inspire me right now. And they're, they're in no order, but I thought they might give you a little bit of an insight and a further insight into what makes me tick and what makes this podcast tick and what makes what I do in the world tick. I'll start with one of my favorite quotes, and this is not a recent quote. I've had this one probably at least 15 years. It may not even be older than that, but it was by Benjamin Zander, who is the conductor of the Boston Philharmonic. And he wrote this uh, in one of his books, and it has always popped out at me. And he says, I set as the goal the maximum capacity that people have. I settle for no less. I make myself a relentless architect of the possibilities of human beings. Now, I love that because not only for myself, but for the people that I work with. I've always been a people developer. I've desired since I was about seven or eight to be a teacher, even though I lost my way for a few years because I really wasn't called to teach children, but I was called to be that relentless architect of the possibilities of human beings, a people development, working with adults, and now working even more with entrepreneurial women, And I love that, the relentless architect coming from an architecture background. I love that. Relentless possibilities of human beings and maximum capacity. Capacity is something that's been on my lips and in my ears recently. I'm hearing a lot more people talking about that now. And I'm the great reset of 2020 for me is about resetting capacity and listening to my capacity and being driven from natural capacity, not uh, driving uh, into that uh, sympathetic, uh, stressful capacity that we're used to working from. I'll read it again. I set as the goal, my the maximum capacity that people have. I settle for no less. I make myself a relentless architect of the possibilities of human beings. I wish I'd written that quote, but I can borrow it, Benjamin. There's three words that I really believe in and it's getting stronger. And that is of giving, serving and wowing. 
absolutely generously, which is a little bit anti the system, the online uh, digital marketing world where you give to a point, but you don't give too much because people won't buy from you, which I think is rubbish. (laughs) I believe in giving, in serving and wowing. I always have, and I'm going to speak up more about it. Do it generously. Do it generously. A few years ago, I wrote down some of those words that I feel inspire me. I know there was some teaching by Danielle Laporte. It was talking about desires and she went through a process of finding words that uh, really light, light you up. And so I have a list, which I'm going to read out in a minute, but I've also thought about, well, what do they mean for me? Not what the dictionary says, but what do they mean for me? And I've got seven words I want to share with you that still matter to me. And I may not use them publicly because they do tend to be fairly stereotypical of, you know, the self-help industry or the personal development industry, which quite frankly, I don't like uh, labeling myself in that place. I see myself more as a teacher and an educator, but these words really do have power. The first word is inspire. It's probably my favorite word. And when I look into that, what it means for me is to give people energy. And that is simply what a lot of us women are lacking. We're not lacking heart. We're not lacking vision. We're not lacking passion. We lack energy. And so for me to inspire and give women energy is honestly the highest thing I could do. The next word is empower. Now, that does sound like a very masculine word, but when I look at what it means to me, it's to give people permission. Ah, it is so powerful. So to empower is to impart power and give women especially permission because we struggle. We struggle with giving ourselves permission, permission to not feel guilty, permission to take time off, permission to see our own desires fulfilled permission. It's something that as a gender, we have battled with subconsciously because it wasn't so long ago, as my mentor, Dr. Valerie Rain points out, a few hundred years ago, we would have been burnt at the stake for some of the things that we're doing now. So not only do I want to inspire and give people energy, I want to empower them and give them permission. The next word is encourage. For me, when I look at it, it means give people courage. Oh my gosh, give people courage. That relates to confidence, that relates to bravery. And it doesn't mean killing the fear. It means, as that phrase is, feel the fear and do it anyway. It's navigating fear, not killing fear. Encourage. Give people courage, bravery, confidence. The next word also relates, it's another E word, it's enlighten, enlighten. For me, this is powerful when I look at the definition. It's to give people clarity. That word clarity, it really is, it's such, it's a word for me that is really fresh and full of hope. And it's something we lack, clarity. So many women come to me with lack of clarity. I lived with lack of clarity for so long. Now, part of it was that I 
I actually did have the clarity. I just didn't have permission to own it. And when I had energy and permission and courage, then the clarity came, which is interesting. Give yourself permission, work through those permission issues, which may not be your fault at all. And then suddenly clarity comes. So inspire, give people energy, empower, give people permission, encourage, give people courage or bravery, enlighten, give people clarity. And the next word is beautify. Now, if you know me at all, if you've been following me on Instagram, if you know me longer than a, a second, you'll know I'm an aesthete. That's a hard word to say, an aesthete. I've always been creative. I've always loved beauty. I remember growing up, my dad was probably the strongest character in our house. He would always go over function and I struggled because I liked things to look good. And so now for me, Part of maximizing something is definitely the aesthetics. It has to be functional. It has to be beauty. But what I love about the word beautify in terms of people is for me, my definition of beautify is to give people wow, to give them wow. We might think at a year like this that what do we need beauty for? What do we need art for? What do we need creativity for? We need it more than ever. Absolutely, we need it. It's like the big sigh. It's the big intake of breath. And it's also the big output of breath. It is like breathing. We need it. It's nutritious more than ever before. The next word is to teach. That word I believe in. Teach and educate. For me, that means giving people the tools. So not only will I give them the energy and inspire them, give people permission and empower them, give people courage and bravery through encouragement. Just think about that. When you're encouraged, you feel so strong. I want to enlighten people and give them the clarity or help point them to clarity. But also I want to beautify people and give them the wow, point out their wow, especially as you can see the wow archetype relates to that. And if, but I also want to give them the tools and teach them. And the last word there is influence. I want people to have real influence. I want to be a real influencer, not a hashtag influencer that we see as a trend in Instagram. People want a real example to follow. One that has energy, one that has permission, one that has courage, one that has wow, one that has clarity with the tools needed to do all of that and be all of that. A real example for people to follow. So what do you believe in? Come over, come on, come over to my Lead Your World Lab. It's a free Facebook community for connection. You don't want to be isolated at a time like this. We have lots of fun over there and it's also the home for our free workshops, our free open workshops and retreats when we conduct those every couple of months. All the links are in the show notes. Come on over. Now, tomorrow I'm going to finish a part two of this and uh, I'm going to go over three beliefs that I'm focusing on right now and they are different than the things I probably were focusing on even in January and February before the big lockdown. I'll see you tomorrow. Hey, can you do me a favor? I've got three things I'd love you to do. Number one, pause and hit subscribe right now. 
Then number two, share it with someone you know that needs to hear this. And number three, go and write me a review. Yeah, it's a bit of a hassle to go find what to do, but it's really worth it to get the message out. And then finally, set a goal to go for a daily walk and listen to this podcast. Because the faster we can share this message, the greater the benefits. Thanks for listening and I'll see you tomorrow. Tomorrow.